the wheels on the bus. Go round and round. Yeah, blast from the past. Episode 31, Edgy T-Saw. Welcome back. Nursery My rhymes. musical debut to the world. That's right. Woo-hoo. Yay! Sign me up for American proud. Idol. <laughs> Bring it on, Simon. That's right. All right. Well, welcome back to us. <laughs> welcome back to you. Uh, here for another exciting week. Uh, wow, such energy. I can't I even believe it. Well, it is the last week of classes. That's true. That's true. So... The students are dead. The teachers are <laughs> deader, deader, more dead, more deader, more deaderer, more yes. deadest. The 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 more deadesterest. Yes, and, exactly. Uh, so it's hard to get that energy level up, but we will do our uh, amazing best for yes. you. Yes. Our our great listeners. Yes. Fire. <laughs> see that helps. Uh, let's see. Well, we who are you? Do... Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm Scott. And I'm Scott Duarte on this end, and all on that end. See, we're right on top of this stuff. Oh, right. Like a finely tuned dog. <laughs> <laughs> no mixing let's, the metaphors. Let's go to news. Let's go to news. Before we screw it up anyway. All right. Um, a brief announcement. Um. I just got an email, interesting email, from TSOL from the Video and Digital Media uh, Work Group. And they have the, um, if you didn't, if you proposed, made a proposal to TSOL and didn't get accepted or uh, want to do something else, there are open slots for the video, uh, media, and display component, which is kind of like poster sessions, but um, on computers. Woo! So uh, go to TESOL and just, I guess, uh, search for video display and media. To the TESOL.org site? I think so. Okay. I think so, because I'm in their user group, so that's why they sent it to me. All right, okay. Um, but you have the chance to submit proposals on anything using... Uh, interesting software or a computer component or video component along with computers, something right. like that, and uh, give a 20 to 30 minute uh, kind of poster digital session-y. poster session on it uh, cool. Thursday morning. So, um, What's the deadline on the The deadline submission? for uh, proposal submission is January 31st, so you need to so do it quickly. you will have about 20 minutes. <laughs> from, the time, from the time you listen to this. From the time you hear this. So <laughs> get on it. <laughs> um, all right. Any other news? 
No. I ain't got any either. Okay, so... uh... Emails! Thanks, Sean. (laughs) Thanks, Sean. (laughs) We're not going to talk about any more of your emails because it took up the whole show last time. But but we did email you back. um... So let us know if you didn't get it. So, yeah. Uh, For everybody else, uh, my email is scott at e-d-g-y-c-a-t-i-o-n dot o-r-g. One of these days I'm going to misspell that. (laughs) Scott at education.org. Please come to the site, sign up, um, and how do they get a hold of you? (laughs) Thanks for asking. I was getting there. Uh, Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E. All lowercase, all one word, at education.org. Cool. Uh, but come to the site. Forums are up. Um, you said but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Beavis. Um, <laughs> the forums are up, uh, so you can leave messages there, and we'll do our best to check them before we actually come to record this thing. And, uh, of course, send us email and um, things Questions, like that. Questions, comments, suggestions. Yes. All good. All good. Or all three. Ooh, that would be a banner. Or you could question your comment and suggest. (laughs) However you want to do it. Um, Recommended podcast? Play the music. Smooth. (laughs) Are are we going now? Yeah. I don't have my headphones on today, (laughs) so I can't hear the music. That's what the pointy part is for. Ah, okay. That means go, Um, baby, go! Today we're going to talk about one of the most interesting and exciting podcasts on the entire internet. Edgy (laughs) T-Saw? Second most interesting Uh, and exciting podcast on the whole internet. Strong bad email? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 100 <laughs> most. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh, we are, of course, talking about my class podcast. Ha, ha, ha. I was wondering what was going to get such high praise. And get out a pen and paper and prepare yourself because it's quite a mouthful. Yes. Uh, the title of it is KGU, which is Kansai Gara University. K-G-U-I-E-S-A, uh, Collaborative English Musings. Hmm. And, well, what what does musings mean? It's the place where you go to look at the art and the statues and the dead dinosaurs. <laughs> well, no. No? No. Thinkings? Uh, something like that. Okay. Thinkings, funnings, things like that. <laughs> stuff. Um, stuff. Uh, a whole eclectic match. Cool. Uh, bunch. Hodgepodge. <laughs> match a bunch. <laughs> exactly. Woo, we're on fire today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> This is why we don't do professional radio. Okay. So what do you do? What Focus. do you do? Is it you? It is not me. It is my students. Um, and we we've discussed this in past podcasts, but I want to uh, let you know once again so you can come visit us. It's podcasts that are student generated, one hundred percent. They brainstorm. They produce it. They direct it. They film it. They edit it. Audio. Um, no, it's all video, all cool. video podcast. So for your viewing pleasure as well as your listening pleasure. Tweet? Yes, yes. And so you can um, – we'll have a we little, have a link in the show a notes. A link on the show, but you can get it through iTunes, uh, typing my name in the search for, at the iTunes store or typing in uh, IESA. 
And it's ISA no space. Right. And or with a space. Type oh, really? KGU. KGU. <laughs> That's a go. safer bet. Type three random letters and I bet you'll get it. <laughs> but it's it's an like I said, an eclectic mix. Um I have I gave free reign to the students uh second semester to do uh, do whatever subjects they want. They did it in three episode series. Oh, cool. Um, what kind of stuff did they come up with? They did one did a culture challenge to exchange students here, Ooh. challenging them with Japanese culture. Uh, one was making um, octopus balls. Takoyaki. Yes, that too. Uh-huh. Uh, playing Japanese games, doing Japanese calligraphy. Um, Another one, another podcast was based on uh, doing origami and steps on creating different origami. Oh, cool! Uh, little things, trinkets, little foldy paper. Exactly. <laughs> um, one was a sci-fi original. Really? Y- yes. How did it turn out? Yes. yes. <laughs> the well, first cool. episode was that really good, and then they kind of forgot that they had to do a whole series mini-series. of them. Uh... Um, but we're just starting the fourth episode uh, from all the groups, and we did something different. We focused on different um, circles or club activities oh, uh, cool. at the university. And so five of them are documentaries. One is a fictional piece uh, about a made-up club, and, and it's it's pretty funny, actually. Cool. So... Come to the uh, site and download them and watch them. And you can email uh, the class at IESA at education.org. Cool. Uh, with comments, suggestions. What I was hoping to do, and we'll be talking about it and um, publicizing it more at TESOL, is creating kind of a community and getting my podcast out there and having my students watch other podcasts and creating a dialogue and that'd be cool kind of youtubey but podcasty exactly cool that actually that's a great idea so that's what go check it out um or you can go to switchpod.com and type in kgu also and go it'll direct you uh directly to our site directly direct you indirectly Cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to be stealing some of your idea a little bit. I'm going to be doing not video next year. Next uh, school year mm-hmm. in Japan starts in April. Um, I'm going to be doing an audio podcast class. Um, a little nervous about it. Yeah, I want to kind of do that in my uh, speaking listening class. So I don't yeah. know if I have the energy after a whole video because it's really time consuming. Yeah, but video is a lot more work and you can't you can't just say, All right, well go download Audacity and, and go do the editing someplace right. else. Now go away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So which is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Students will be editing everything on their own with Audacity. We'll spend a couple of classes actually, you know, tuning it up and, and so they know how to get it and download it and uh, use it. And stuff, but uh, you spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. You can loot that part um, <laughs> uh, with students in the in his office, uh, just typing away. And like, they're, they're they're working and they're working hard, but it's hours and hours and hours that he is there with the students behind him. Right. So I can't really get much work. They're not really 
that they're at such a, a point now that they don't need my help at all editing, but it, it's still a distraction. Right. And, you know, you still get the, well, what do you think of this? And, exactly. Yeah. So, cool. And I am subjecting myself to that again next year. So even though this is the end of our year, uh, the podcast uh, will continue again uh, at the start of next semester. Are you going to keep the same year. feed? I think... I don't know. I don't know, but I will definitely put um, a little promo on where to go if I do it differently. That's cool. Because it is costing money. Right. Right. So. Excellent. Well, um, let's uh, let's uh, let put a little uh, bumper. Uh, we are at 12 minutes and um, <laughs> looking for and the regular, of course, uh, and looking for the main topic for today relates back to the bus clip at the beginning. Well, I was going to say the theme song at the beginning and, and quiz them on it. Oh, see, now I totally blew that. Yes. See, planning would probably help us. <laughs> yes, nah, we, we wouldn't are... be anywhere near as interesting if we planned this exactly. out. Exactly. That would be too boring. That's right. We are talking about silly buses today. Yes. <laughs> like the Ministry of Silly Walks through uh, Monty Python. Yeah? Exactly. 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 <laughs> syllabus. Syllabus writing and creating. Yay. Uh, what goes into making a good syllabus? Yes. Yes. Or syllabi. First, what is a syllabus? Syllabus is a summary of points decided by papal decree regarding heretic doctrines and practices. Cool. Heretical. I'm a papal. Well, oh, that's the second definition, and oh. that's only to the Roman Catholic Church. Oh. An outline of subjects in a course of study or teaching is what trusty old dictionary says. Cool. I saw that you printed that out, and I didn't know that before I asked you what it was. That's cool. See, planning's <laughs> planning is for wimps. A well-oiled machine. Yeah, dog. <laughs> um, so Get, uh, basically, it's a master plan to let your students know what's going on in the class before the class starts. Just the students and yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I usually actually use it more for myself than the students. I figure why ruin the surprise? Well, that's true, but a lot of universities and places require that you uh, prepare it for the students. Right. Right. So, and, and usually what I do is initially I'll put together a, a fairly generic syllabus mm -hmm. and then come first day of class they get a much more detailed right version of stuff. Um for those of you who are doing uh TESOL in uh high schools or public schools, um what did you have to do? Did you have to turn in a syllabus when you were in New York? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I mean, I was so clueless and Flying Teaching by the plan? seat of my pants. What? Teaching plan? Um, we didn't even really have to do that. Oh. Uh, no one checked ours. Okay. Luckily. Yeah. Because mine blew. Can you tell me what the difference between a teaching plan and a syllabus is? Um, teaching plan, well, to me, okay. a teaching plan is a daily uh, plan outline of what you're going to do per class, uh, maybe the, the goals for that particular lesson. Um the homework, the um, a breakdown of how you're going to spend almost each moment, each minute of the class. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that the students will never, ever see. Cool. Um, you might do your, your 
typical board work and put the homework on part of the board and put today's goal on mm -hmm. the board, things like that. But how you're going to teach it, uh, what materials you need to give the students or um, require from the students, they're, they're not going to see, gonna that. see that. Yeah. Cool. And the syllabus is more of the, the broad broad uh, spectrum. Exactly. For the Usually for a semester, yeah? Yes. Cool. Uh, sometimes for the year. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're going to do it for the year, then I don't think it's as in-depth. Yeah. It doesn't include as much as for a semester. Well, I, and I find by the time I hit second semester, generally, I'm ready to not do whatever it was that I had planned back at the beginning of the first semester. Right. Um, because either it was too advanced or it was too... Or it was too easy, or you know something. Well, you you don't know the the students when you first make it, so you don't know if you're going to have to how much time you're going to have to allot to each lesson. A lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You might have to speed things up. You might have to slow things down. Right. Cover, uh, recover old lessons. Yep. So. Cool. But no, no matter what kind of syllabus uh, for a semester class or a year-long class, it should uh, definitely include some basic material. Cool. Can you tell me that? Um, the basic material? Yes. Uh, it can prerequisites. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are prerequisites for those who really don't know <laughs> anything? So if you're 12 and listening to this, <laughs> really have to question your judgment. Um, prerequisites are <laughs> classes or, or things that you have, have to have done or be able to do. Not, you can comp out of some of the stuff, but you have to be, have a certain set of skills before you can start the class because if you don't have that, the class will be worth less. Well, or you're not even supposed to be taking the class. Right. If it's a English 2 and you did not take or pass English 1. In most schools. In most schools. <laughs> Um, then, yeah, you can't take English 2 without taking English 1. How can you take English 2 without taking English 1? Do I want pudding? Pink Floyd reference. All right. Um, all right. Other things that should be in the syllabus. Your name, office number. Yes. Don't, don't nod because they can't hear that. <laughs> well, they don't need me to, to back up no, I think so. yes. I think so because I'm guessing. I'm not looking at the paper. Oh. Yeah, I'm off the top of my head. Well, of course, yes, your name, your actual name, not... Just your name. Your name. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, office number, email, uh, office hours. Office hours is a big one if yeah. you're required to do them. Yeah, um, you should anyway. You you should well yeah you should so. have scheduled time that you want your students to bother you. Right. Um, of course, well, we my call it the annoyance hours. Don't even bother with Pay the office hours because they just come whenever. Yep. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, required textbooks. Required text. Well, that that's not the basic. Well, oh, that, basic. That is okay. basic, but that's uh, telephone, email. Telephone, email. If you have a website for the course, um, right. or the Moodle address. address. Cool. Anything like that. Uh, um, so those are the basics. Oh, what time the class meets and where? And where? Yeah, yeah. Good one. What time the class meets? What days? And where? Yeah. So usually that stuff, most all of that stuff is stuff that you'll get from your university, and you just have to cut and paste or transfer it over or retype it in. Right. But uh, it, there's no brain, hopefully, no brain power involved in, in knocking that part out. Um, and, I mean, the, the only brain power is how you want to organize it, right. how, how pretty you want to make it look on the paper. Beautiful. Exactly. Okay. Um, next things we mentioned, prerequisites. Um, basically, a course uh, 
purpose. Yes. What the students are, why they're taking this class, right. what kind of class this is. Um, Difficult. Exactly. Well, for mine, uh, my online syllabus that I did for the university for my IES class, I specifically left out that it's going to be a podcast film right. production because I wanted to kind of surprise them. Right. And and not have them dreading that or too eager to take my class in the first place. Right, right. So, um, yes, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I was right on the edge of my top of my tongue, tip of my tongue. Okay. So course purpose, yeah. So does that does that mean listing objectives too? No, that would be that's a, the next one. The next one, yeah. Uh, after you tell them basically what they're going to be doing uh, in the course or why they're taking this course, then you list the objectives, what they want to be able to do at the completion of this course. Cool. Or during this course. Or during the course. Yeah. So things, these are, these are if you go back to your old uh, course that we just talked about last semester, um, being able to write clear objectives is really important here. Um, students will be able to, and then write something that is measurable. Right. <laughs> if well, you do it or not. Well, are, do objectives have to be measurable? For me. I'm just looking Mine back. Are. Well, okay. Um, and an easy way, don't reinvent the wheel. Uh, ask uh, colleagues who have been at your, your institute yeah. um, over a long period of time, ask to borrow theirs to see what they've written. Yep. And um, a lot of universities or programs will have standard objectives uh, per course whether it's a listening course then they'll have standard listening objectives for listening one or listening two um, and they can be as um, specific as for my English uh, writing class uh, identify parts of an essay recognize prefixes and suffixes and root words um, to anything as very broad as to enhance cultural awareness Increase basic communicative skills, which really lets you off the hook because you're not really that defining could be doing them. anything. Yeah. Exactly. So it depends how loose or how tight you want your uh, course to be. Cool. All right. So course, course objectives. What's after that? Okay. Um, and and the order that I'm stating these in does not have to be the specific order that you put. You, what? Uh, you fashion your syllabus. Fashion. That's a good word. That's huh? a good word. Finally. Sculpt. Something. Oh. Yeah, you can put these in, in any order that you want. Um, so what's next, though? Okay. Uh, next is maybe describing the format or activities of the course, uh, mm -hmm. what kind of projects they're going to be doing. Um, if it's a lecture class, discussion class, field work is involved, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, go ahead. This is for the okay. So university, you put together an online syllabus and an in-class syllabus. Do you okay. do the same ones? No. For no. both, you do a different one for each. Right. So with these, the online syllabus, we got to do whatever the the categories are, right? Right. So are we? Uh, the question is, are we talking about? I'm talking the ones. The ones I that we the give students. the students. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. I don't even remember what I put on for the online ones. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> Okay, next, what I usually do is attendance policy. Right. Um, if you have an attendance policy, uh, lay it out for the students. Uh, very, very clearly. Exactly. If you 
don't tolerate um, lateness or you penalize excessive absences or if you will drop students who are excessively absent um, or penalize tardiness, whatever you do, spell it out very clearly uh, so that the students will understand and usually go over it the first day of class. Yep, I always, that's that's pretty much the first thing I do after this is my name, this is my office number and uh, stuff that I go over my what my attendance policy is. Um, which seems to be about the same as everybody else, mm -hmm. so, some variation of. Again, that's something that you should probably go back and, uh, you know, if you're working at a place where you have colleagues, um, get in and find out what everybody else is doing as far as attendance policy goes. And then you have to rec recon recon reconcile reconcile that with your own feelings about attendance. If everybody else is, too stri is more strict than you, you need to decide, all right, well, am I going to be more strict or... If everybody else is all loosey-goosey, and you need to decide if you're going to be loosey-goosey or if you're going to be strict. And if you're going to be strict, you need to um, talk with your boss or supervisor and see what exactly you can get away with. Right. Um, what falls in line with the university, what they will accept right. as reasonable. Well, yeah, make sure that, that your boss knows exactly what your policies are because if you're really strict, then it's going to come back. Right. Uh, for example, when I was teaching in Morocco, um, it was if you're absent six times, you're dropped from the class. Wow. And that was a departmental uh, across-the-board policy. policy. Oh, that's cool. So you, you could get away with that, whereas if I tried to do that here, yeah, good luck it with would that. not fly very well. <laughs> no. no. Um, along with your attendance policy, um, attendance slash lateness uh, policy, Classroom procedures, which is basically rules of the classroom, uh, what you allow, what you don't allow. Uh, this is where you put in turn off your cell phones. No cell phones. This is where you put in if I hear a cell phone, I will answer it. I will call my mother in America. I always threaten that one, but I never do. But I, I have actually. There was one kid who didn't believe me, mm -hmm. and I, 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 their phone rang in the middle of class, and I walked over. I'm like, give me the phone. And I answered the phone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, he can't talk right now because he's in the middle of my class. So call back in about an hour. And of course, the person on the other end just heard, wow, 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 wow. Nah, because I did it in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. It always works to, always helps to know the, the language. <laughs> right. So so just basically what how you want the students to behave. Yep. Um also, in terms of if they're absent, picking up the homework or coming to you, things things to that extent. Yeah, expectations. What do you expect from them? What do they? What should they expect from you as well? Right. Um, and then going on expectations, uh, somewhere you should put your how you're going to grade them. Yeah, the grading policies. Grading policies, uh, breakdowns and percentages. If you do that, right. Uh, what a standard A is, what a B is, things to that extent. Um, I also put my late homework policy in with grading. So, you know, the way I do it, some teachers just simply don't accept late work, and that's fine. Um, this is the place to make sure that your students know that. Again, it's a strict thing, so you want to make sure that they know what the deal is, mm -hmm. and it's very clear. Um, my policy is minus 10% per day. And then basically after five days, there's no point in me looking at it. Man, I need to do that. I'm such a pushover when it comes to late. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got something? 
I'll accept it. Right, right. I don't right. want to fail them. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends, it depends on, on the, the level of the students yeah. and, and everything. Um, next one should be uh, textbook and materials. Yes. If you use a textbook, uh, lay it out for them. Tell them what it is uh, they're going to have to buy. Right. And, you know, uh, would you put your, you know, what general reading assignments you're going to have in there? Not in that. Not in that part. Right. Okay. If, if that's just what I want them to, to purchase. Oh, okay. Um, if you're not using a textbook um, or you're going to be supplying it to them, then you put uh, something like all materials and text will be supplied by the teacher. Cool. Um, and if you recommend for them to have any textbooks that, that you're not requiring right, them right. to buy. So like this is a good place for recommended thesaurus or dictionary, although generally – well, at least in Japan, you're gonna. Most of your students are gonna have a really uh, wicked electronic dictionary right. anyway that you'll never be able to figure out. So don't bother. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, but extra thesaurus. If you if you're doing a writing class and you want them to um, claw their eyes out, you can have them buy the, the Strunk and White, Strunk and White, and uh, or Chicago Style or the APA Manual. I had one guy I knew had them actually buy. The MLA Manual of Style. It's like a sixty-dollar book, Man. and I don't think the students ever used it. And boy, were they not happy! <laughs> um, so the next year, it became an optional, and nobody bought it. Mm-hmm. Nobody looked at it. Um, and then I go a little above and beyond. I give the students my full uh, schedule. Oh wow! So that they know exactly when I'm teaching, when I'm not teaching. Oh, 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 class. So, like, you when you're in your uh, when you're in your office yeah, or when you're in your class. Exactly, and I'll have office hours, but I tell them, you know, if it's blank, I'm usually there. Well. So to to give them because I know that my office hours won't always match up with their free time. Right, right, right. So it's just easier giving them. That. Yeah. See, now I go the other way. I I give them my office hours and uh, my email address and say if. These are my office hours. I will be in my office at this time. If I am not, if you need to contact me outside of that, please send me an email or catch me after class or whatever, and uh, let Make me know when you want to meet, and um, then we can set up an appointment. And yeah, that's that's a good little tagline when you're putting your office hours at the top of your syllabus to have your office hours, and then and or by, by appointment, appointment yep. only, something like that. Um. And then after I do that, I go hog wild. And if it's a semester class, or even if it's um, a year class, I'll, I'll just do it by semester. Mm-hmm. And I'll give them a week by week um, breakdown breakdown of what they're going to be doing. How detailed or just like fairly detailed or just like uh, this week we'll talk about fish? Um. This week we'll talk about fish, but we'll need to use the book, blah, oh, blah, 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 right. blah, blah, chapter, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's cool. So kind of well, more detailed than I do. I just kind of say, this week we'll meet. That's it. Well, <laughs> yeah, and and some things, sometimes I'll break down, okay, we're going to do introductions and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes we're going to read about this. It it depends how, how much time I have before to, to really organize. Right. I do it more... To organize myself. For the, then them, yeah. But you don't put your your homework assignments in your. No, no, no. Yeah. But I did do that for on Moodle. 
this right, semester. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, I don't consider that a syllabus, though. The Moodle breaks everything down week by week, um, and you can add homework assignments. And I put all my homework assignments and all the, the stuff that they had to turn in was all right there in Moodle, and it was mostly there within the first week of class. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really consider that a syllabus. It's more of an operational manual, mm. <laughs> sort of week to week. Well, I mean, even the, the class schedule isn't really part of the syllabus. Right. It, it's more of just syllabus and class schedule. Right. Um, but it's it's a good thing to have for my class. Uh, my poor kids, most of them this year had three different classes to go to. Wow. Well, yeah. Uh, I won't go into reasons why, mm. but so I definitely made sure which class to go to on which day, All so right, that right. Uh, if they were confused, they could just open up their syllabi syllabus. And since they only had one, and and look and remember where to which go. Which class? The, which classroom they exactly. had to be in? That's cool. Um, and and usually what book to bring, but I always put at the beginning of the class schedule that this is not written in stone, and some or all may be changed. Subject to change. Please uh, check yeah, the during, please check the website during the semester. Yeah, I I usually do that, and then um, you know say the. Actual information can be found at on the class website, and I tried really, really hard to keep that up to date. Yeah, I need to find a with varying a degrees better of success. Way. Yeah, my my Moodle updating skills <laughs> need a little work. It's it's just a matter of making it a habit. Yeah. Um. So what else has to be on the syllabus? That's that's basically all that I have. Okay. Um. Are there there are a couple other things that some people put in. Some people put like to put their teaching philosophy in, um, just to have it there for the students to be able to read. And I am touchy feely. I like yeah, to. In case the students are having trouble sleeping, I <laughs> can read that and they're like, um, um, Some people put their home phone numbers on there yeah. and uh, personal some, some emails. Some crazy people. Ooh, listen to them bells. Hold on, just a second. The bells toll for thee. <laughs> um, if you do put your personal email or uh, own cell phone or um, home phone, give directions on when they can call yes. and when not to call, yes. um, what to email to you. And for what reason is an acceptable phone call at home? Um, what is the home for me personally? What is the homework is not an acceptable phone call from my house. Mm -hmm. um, I got hit by a train and have lost my arm. Perfectly acceptable phone call. <laughs> I'm in the they, hospital from with the other arm. There is there somebody's holding the phone for him. <laughs> um, you know, it, yeah. I mean, for me, I don't like to give out my home stuff because I've had too many students with poor uh, judgment. judgment and. I don't like to yell at my students and particularly don't like to do it in my own home. Right. Um, and so uh, I don't generally give my home stuff anymore. Right. Um, occasionally uh, I will give out my home email address, but even then, not so often. And a lot of uh, university administrations, I think, will frown <laughs> upon mm -hmm. giving your home. Well, I mean, you know, there's a, a book that I read. I can't remember the guy's name. Ron Brown, I want to say. And he wrote this book about, you know, rules for the classroom. And it's a really great book. And uh, I'll have the title actually for you next week. Um, but he does give his students, and, you know, he's a public school teacher. 
uh, he does give his students his home phone number, but with the very explicit directions of this is what it's for and this is what it's not for. If you're looking for homework, call one of your classmates. Don't call me. All right. You know, one of those things. You know, but uh, so a lot of the syllabus, some of the information is really important. Uh, you know, what are you going to cover in your class over the semester or the year? Um, uh, what books you're going to use, what the rough timetable is. Um, these things really need to be in there, particularly attendance and grading policies, in my opinion, critical. Right. Um, you have to have something to be able to go back at the end of the semester and say, look, I told you what the deal was. Right. If you had a problem with the deal, just like I said, on the first day, if you got a problem with this, you need to talk to me now. Mm -hmm. And... They'll be like, but I wasn't there the first day, and I'm not. Do I look like your mother? <laughs> no. Sorry, flashback. But um, if if you're just starting out uh, teaching and you're just you've never uh, done syllabus writing, mm -hmm. there's tons of uh, reference materials online. Yep. Um, I pulled most of this stuff from uh, teaching.berkeley.edu. Um, backslash cool. bgd backslash syllabus.html. Yeah, but if you just Google uh, syllabus, syllabus writing, and syllabus writing, you'll come up with a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, we'll and talk to your colleagues. Yeah. As yeah. well, I'll set up a forum for syllabus and syllabus writing. Um, for everyone to be able to exchange uh, exchange some ideas. Is it possible for us to upload? Some samples. Uh, I will look we'll, into we'll that. We'll look into it. If we can, we'll put some of our um, samples or, or links to syllabus that we like. I wonder if that is second or fourth declension. I took that. Are you clenching? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm declenching. <laughs> clenching and declenching. All right. And, I, and, and with that, we'll end this. All right. So let me uh, put on the beautiful background music. There it is. If you, Ooh, yeah, it's so the if hospital, you, or it's the ambulance background music. <laughs> Ooh, all right. If you can think of something that uh, you include in, in your syllabus, but uh, that we did not mention, email us, let us know, and we'll we'll throw it out. Not throw it out, but we'll we'll <laughs> offer it to the masses uh, next podcast. Yes. And uh, again, thank everybody for listening. Uh, wow, the show went a little long this week, 38 minutes. Um, so uh, we will be back next week with uh, another topic. Yes, it's secret. That's right, secret. Take care, Horrible, everyone. horrible secret topic. <laughs> hey, peace. Uh, actually, we got another 10 seconds of, of background music to talk over. Oh, okay. Because uh, wheels on bus go round and round. <laughs> and with that, folks, <laughs> we are out of here. Peace.